Welcome to the Podity. I'm Nate. I'm Steven. This is the show where we talk about all things nerdy, from writing on glass to banoffee pie. And today we'll be talking about love, actually. Alonzi. All right. It is officially here. Yes. Christmas season is upon us. Exactly. For most of the world, this would be about the time where Christmas season starts, right about Thanksgiving for Americans. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of the world, it's about this time. You know why? Because, well, the, first of all, the Filipinos, right? They have this thing called the Burrs, which yeah. I think I've mentioned before. Yeah. And they start celebrating Christmas once the months end with Burr. Right. So yeah. September. So one third of the year is Christmas time. Yeah, awesome, right? Yeah, and that's how they deal with living in such a horrible place. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love them, love the people. <laughs> yeah. But for the rest of the world, five weeks to Christmas is typically the best time to start your Christmas celebration. Leave you enough time to get into the mood, listen to the songs, watch the movies. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to today's topic. Mm-hmm. This is one of my longest running traditions. Uh huh. Five weeks to Christmas every year for, I want to say, maybe at least the past 10 years? 2012? No, that's not right. It will be longer than that. Maybe the past 15 years? Uh huh. Yeah, that would be right. 2007. Yeah, about there. For the past 15 years, every year, five weeks to Christmas, it's love actually time. Why? Because the story starts five weeks to Christmas. Right. Okay. And this is definitely on the very high list of what I do to get Christmas or during Christmas. Uh huh. You know how there are a lot of things where you just do, you only do when you have the mood for it. Uh huh. Yeah. So I, I, I love watching Home Alone during Christmas. Okay. I love watching Elf during Christmas. I mean, yeah, okay. I love watching Die Hard on Christmas. Oh, okay, yeah. These are amongst my favorite Christmas movies. Uh-huh. I will not be able to get to that mood if I don't watch Love Actually five weeks ahead. Wow, okay. And it's been like this for the longest time. I remember there was one year I missed it five weeks ahead and I watched it four weeks. Then I realized, oh, that's why. And I've been doing it ever since. Wow, I didn't know that that you literally will watch this movie every year. Every, it's a tradition for you. Sometimes more than once a year, because oh, yeah. I'll watch it five weeks to Christmas, and then... You feel like watching it again? No, I like, no? I'll watch it by myself, and then my loved ones want to watch it, and so we watch it together, and then some people miss it, and then I watch it with other people and stuff like that, so... Right, okay. I think the most I've watched it in a year before, leading up to Christmas, was five times. Wow, okay. Once a week. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it's once a week. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I love this movie so much, mm-hmm. but... For those of you who have listened to the party before, welcome back. And for those of you who haven't before, welcome. And to all of you, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just going to be how it yeah. goes nowadays. But if you've listened to the party before, you will know that Stephen hates love. And as such, I picked this movie because I know he is going to hate, actually. <laughs> well, I prefer it during Valentine's Day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Do you prefer love during Valentine's Day? No, no. no. I'm just making fun because I think Valentine's Day was like the... They try to be like love actually, right? There's a show called Valentine's Day. There is Day. a... Yeah, there, yeah, there is... I'm trying to yeah. say. This no, was I, the first movie. This was like the on, the movie, the ensemble cast movie mm, that, yeah. that started to kick off everything. Yep. There was New Year's. There was Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All horrible except for this one. Yeah, agree. <laughs> But for those of you who uh, are not aware of what love actually is, it is essentially, if you've ever had a thought of a movie where you want to think like, oh, this is the kind of movie that you want, this is, this is the kind of movie that you want for you, right? This is a movie where a young United States champion and prodigy of chess was lovelorn, and his stepfather, Qui-Gon Jinn, was mourning <laughs> over the loss of their mother slash wife, respectively. Constantly in contact with his best friend, Professor Trelawney, whom is married to Professor Snape, wondering if she should carry on with her marriage knowing he's having an affair with his assistant. While all this is happening, Sorcerer Supreme of Earth 838, Carl Modo, marries Elizabeth <laughs> Swan, and his best friend, Rick Grimes, watches Also Love Lorne. <laughs> As they race towards Christmas, Saint Germain tries to research his music career and get a number one Christmas song. Bilbo Baggins, while body doubling for a sex film, musters up the courage to ask out the girl who is naked and atop him, 
Agent Galahad tries to get over his wife and brother cheating on him by learning Portuguese and asking out his housekeeper, whom he has fallen in love with. And Professor Trelawney's brother proves to England that he is just the Prime Minister standing in front of a nation asking them to love him. There are also appearances by Tiffany Mitchell, Stacy Without Gavin, Girl Next Door Danielle, Betty Draper, Starship Trooper Captain Carmen Ibanez, Charmaine Dioza, Miss Teen Buffy Gilmore, Claudia Schiffer, Laura Linney, and Mr. Bean. And <laughs> if in case you haven't noticed by now, that was just a joke summation by me. Oh, really? No, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Props to anyone who's listening who catches all of those references. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even get all those because references. Because I, I threw yeah. in so many references. Yeah, you did. When did you realize it was a joke? No, from the very synopsis, first one. Because the Qui-Gon Jinn? No, before Qui-Gon Jinn as well. Oh, it was a United States, United States yeah, champion, United and, champion and, <laughs> United like, champion and prodigy of chess. Many yeah. watts. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, what, tw- 19 years before that series came out, by the way. Right. Okay. Thomas Brody Sangster looks the same. Yeah, but that is essentially what I'm talking about. This, this, this movie has such a big ensemble cast of so many famous people that I thought it'd be funny to do it this way. But for those of you who really don't know what Love Actually is all about, <laughs> Love Actually is a Christmas-themed romantic comedy film written and directed by Richard Curtis. It was released in 2003. It features an ensemble cast, like I've mentioned, uh, composed predominantly of British actors, many of whom had worked with Curtis in previous film and television projects. Mm-hmm. Most of the film was filmed on location in London, and the screenplay delves into different aspects of love, as shown through 10 separate stories involving a wide variety of individuals, many of them who are shown to be interlinked with the, as the tale progresses. The story begins five weeks before Christmas and is played out in a weekly countdown until the holiday followed by an epilogue that takes place one month later. And that's essentially it. Yeah. That is love, actually, in a nutshell. I, honestly speaking, this movie is crazy good. And I mm-hmm. I don't know why more, pe- why more people don't watch it. You know what I mean? I think there's quite a big following of this show, right? Um, Look, yes, it's your... You've been following this uh, five weeks of Christmas for the past decade. Mm-hmm. I am, I don't watch this show a lot these days. Mm-hmm. But I was actually watching this show on every Christmas, in like for about maybe four years as well. Yeah, is is that yeah? So the influence was on me as well. The fact that, but just that I didn't follow up after certain years and hmm. yeah. So here's the thing. It's I think it's a me thing, but i've mentioned that this is my one of my favorite this is probably my favorite christmas movie of all time mm, okay but beyond that this is probably also one of my favorite movies of all time oh okay i did not without the that, christmas yeah. part of it yeah okay <laughs> so yeah i think it's just a me thing but i don't think that very many people are very in love with this movie mm. they just know to associate it with christmas and therefore watch it during yeah, christmas yeah yeah it's like mm, some other christmas movies you know, like yes, Santa all the way and stuff yeah. like that. It's you know, it's a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. and so you watch it during the Christmas season, but you don't necessarily want to watch it. I think this is. I will say that it's one of the best, one of, one of my f- top Christmas movies. That the fact that I want to watch it every multiple times a year, mm. I mean, multiple times in that many years, right? It's just a matter of commitment, right, from my end. And I, but I realize, yeah, actually, this show is one of those that every year. If someone were to, were to tell me like, hey, Steven, let's watch Love Actually, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I love that movie. So what if uh, someone yeah. came up to you a week after that and say, hey, hey, Steven, do you want to watch Love Actually? Yeah, sure. Why not? You watch it again? Yeah. And then a week after oh, that? Oh, no. Maybe not. Oh, you mean like, oh, after I watched the first one this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't love it as much as you. <laughs> no, but, but like if someone yeah. was to like just throw it on and while you're having a gathering. Oh, yeah. Then I'll just watch it. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is something that you would actually watch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here's another thing that I think is a me thing. Whenever I go to a gathering, it eventually evolves into someone throwing on a movie and everybody having conversations with me playing with the house pet, watching the movie. Yeah, I, I don't have that. <laughs> that is where I am during a party, in front of the TV watching it and quoting the lines that are with the movie because I am probably the one that suggested the movie in the first place. All right. Place. <laughs> Do you know how many parties I've ruined with Austin Powers? <laughs> <laughs> but this movie honestly speaking I don't know why it's just I mean I do understand why 
first of all, the story, an interwoven story between ten, 10 interwoven stories into one film with their lives kind of coinciding and layered on top of each other mm-hmm. with the score mm-hmm. and the music and everything. It is, and the, with the added, with on top of it, the cherry that is the wholesome goodness that is Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult not to love a movie like this. Yeah. And it's very difficult to love, not to love Christmas movies at in the first place. Yeah. A Christmas movie probably has to be really bad for me to not like it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you are already 50, you won 50% of the battle when you watch Christmas movie. That All is very expectations true. Expectations yeah. out of the window. That is very and true. You yeah. just want to enjoy the show. There is a, there is a new Netflix movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a Christmas movie. It's titled Falling for Christmas. Oh, okay. It just came out maybe like a week or two ago. Okay. And it stars Lindsay Lohan. Oh, okay. It's pretty, I mean, it's a Christmas movie, right? Yeah. Don't expect it to be freaking like, what's his name? Oh my goodness, Interstellar. Oh, Interstellar. Oh, uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, don't expect it to be like Christopher Nolan or something amazing. But, you know, for a Christmas movie, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you the battle is won the moment it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, what, like, uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but in that part, there, there, in this, what, there's one part, maybe you'll watch it and then we'll, we'll talk about it another time. Yeah, sure. But I also want, I'm very interested and very curious as to what are your, some of your favorite Christmas movies, but I think I'll ask you that for more. Mm, so, yeah, if you want to listen to what are some of Stephen's favorite Christmas movies, because he hates romance, he hates love. So there's there must be something he likes. Maybe for the love of Christ, it will be Christmas movies. We'll see. Who knows? Stay tuned. <laughs> You're giving me a bad name. <laughs> name. No, I'm giving you a chance to redeem yourself. You're giving your love bad, a bad name. Your bad name. <laughs> hey, 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 come on. Don't butcher Bon Jovi right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you are living... No, nah, I'm not going to But yes, stay tuned to Polity More to find out what some of Stephen's favorite Christmas movies are. Mm-hmm. You can check that out tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> What's going on this week? Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> but let's get back to the movie. And of course, as of right now, I think I'm gonna I, I don't think I'll be able to contain myself. So we're just gonna jump right into the spoiler section. Alright, just we're gonna hit you guys with a spoiler alert. Yeah. This is the spoiler section now. Uh, as you can clearly tell after the those amazing sound effects of sirens. <laughs> I wanna do something like scream uh-huh. an alarm. Uh-huh. But I'm still really, really sick. <laughs> I'm still re- not feeling very, very well. And we still have like an hour and a half of recording to go through. So <laughs> I don't want to kill myself just yet. Maybe you should prepare one of those, you know, goat sounds from, yeah, from the maybe. Thor or Ragnarok. Yeah. But hey, if you want to hear me scream, stay tuned to Potity More. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is the spoiler zone. We're going to be talking about everything love actually as much as possible. And if you are not the kind of person this this movie hmm would you say this is the kind of movie that you want to watch without being spoiled in the first place actually the spoilers doesn't matter it's the experience honestly speaking like I I I wouldn't mind no I always hate spoilers let's put it out there first I hate all spoilers but if I were to spoil because of some unfortunate event for this movie and I watch it again I think I wouldn't lose the main experience of this show Mm, I do agree. It's yeah. this is not a movie that it is very storyline heavily driven. Yes, some parts of it are amazing, but it's a Christmas movie for crying loud loud. You can you can listen to some spoilers and won't be in any other world. And Steven. <laughs> it is for me. <laughs> no, but but I think the best thing about this show, yes, ten stories, they are simple stories mm-hmm. with amazing messages. And I think that is the reason why I think spoiler wise. Is not really the biggest thing. Is yeah, really experiencing each one of those stories. I guess so. So if you're that kind of person, you can click off now. Uh, join us for more. We'll probably be talking about some other stuff. But if you're the kind of person that has watched Love Actually already or doesn't mind the spoilers, this is the part for you. Mm, yeah. So people who are afraid of spoilers, you've been warned. I want to ask you, Stephen. Okay. You, I've mentioned it, and you've repeated it back. The yeah. ten stories. Uh huh. Can you name all ten? <laughs> How, why can? Why should? Wow! Wow! Okay, I can. I can. I can remember all of I them. I think you can. I'm, I'm. I have. I have faith in you. I have confidence in you. Okay. The first story is the story of uh, re, the perfectionist, right? Perfectionist. Rufus. 
Rufus? Yeah. The guy, he's a perfectionist when it comes to wrapping gifts. Oh, that's the most important one, yeah. Exactly. And because of his perfectionism, you know, he allows some kid to run, o- jump over the... Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Without... <laughs> when he was trying to get his passport. Exactly. The, he was yeah. finding his passport. Exactly. Do you know that... Uh, just a fun fact for you. Yeah. Do you know that originally in the script... The character of Rufus was supposed to be an angel. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's doing yeah, all this yeah. like wonderful good deeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yes, that is one story. The story of Rufus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, then there's <laughs> that's the story of the prime minister, of course. Yes, the prime uh, minister. What's his name? Harry? No, no. Yes, uh, Harry. no. Harry is no. Snape. <laughs> Snape. Oh, sorry. David. Yes. Yeah. Uh, David. David. Yeah. Yeah. David. David Cameron. And right. You know. David. David and Natalie. Yeah. David Natalie. Then the story of uh yeah Harry. Harry, Harry, okay. Uh, his wife and the secretary, yep. Uh, Mia. Yep. His wife is Karen. Yeah, yeah it was very hey. good. Uh, the third story this will the third be. One oh, Rufus. The, oh, yeah, okay, no. Yeah. Fourth one. Fourth one. will be um, Jamie and yeah. his, his girlfriend who cheated on him, but then he get to meet Aurelia. Very good. And that's the, that's the fourth? No, that's fifth, the fourth one. Fourth. The fifth one is yep. the story of, oh, my favorite, obviously, uh, Daniel and. Yep. Uh, his son uh, yep. who both love a Joanna yes that's true yeah, yeah Daniel and Sam uh, Daniel and Sam yeah uh, Joanna and ooh what's the Carol Carol no yeah Carol Carol okay that's the the, the woman that is Daniel that? fell in love with in the end oh yeah sorry yeah. and Karen is part of that story as well Karen yes Karen's yeah. part of the story yeah. the best friend of Daniel yeah and of course Julia Julia, Julia yep. with her husband what's his Mark is the her, her Juliet Ju- sorry, Juliet. Juliet, yep. and then there's Mark. Mark, who is the un- the Mark Eponine the of the... Yes, I know. Yeah, the the Eponine, Eponine of the, of the story, show. Yes. Story. Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and her, her husband. husband uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Mark. Uh, Baron no. Karl Modo. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> Peter. Peter. Yeah, okay, yep. yeah. This is how many stories already? I think that's six. Six. Oh my God, there's four more? I think that's six. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite is uh, Bilbo Baggins. Yep. Martin Freeman. Yes. And I can't remember the lady's name. Uh, oh, something Judy. It is uh, just Judy. Just, just Judy, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. John and just Judy. Yeah. I keep thinking Duck Judy. <laughs> Duck <laughs> Judy. Duck Judy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's seven. Yep. You have three more. Oh my God. There's three more. Yeah. There's three more. Oh, wait. Let me think. Oh, yeah. Uh, the guy who is. The waiter who just went to the United States the to have... The god of sex. The god <laughs> <laughs> Simply because of his accent. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Colin. Colin, With yeah. his friend Tony. Tony. And the three American girls. Yeah. Yeah. And Tony is the director in the, in, in the portrait. Yes, that's right. Movie, yeah. Yep. Adult okay. sex film, yeah. Adult sex film, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. How can I forget? Bill, Na- Bill, uh, Bill Nye as... What's his name? Uh, the singer, rock and roll... And his uh, assistant called no his Chup. producer I producer think. called yeah. uh, Chop no, no his manager his manager, manager yeah. yeah he called him Chop but I can't remember his real Chubs, name Chops yeah Billy Mac and Joe Billy Mac and Joe yep. yeah okay and then you have one story you're missing you need a hint one more story I'm just okay. gonna give you a hint okay give me a hint what oh you can't get it from that oh okay the phone call every time all the time phone call I can't remember this one. oh you can't remember this one. Really? Yeah. Okay, it's Sarah, Carl, and Michael. Sarah is, oh, yeah. oh, is working yeah. in the same office with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. Yeah. I, I, I associate so that close. with... So close. I'm very impressed. Like, honestly speaking, that's very impressive. You know, actually, that's not impressive at all. You studied you know, that before you came here? Uh, actually watched it last night. Ah, after I got back. I, I decided to do sense. crazy things. Like, I reached back about 12 last Charlton. <laughs> I... <laughs> And I've decided, and I decided to watch it. Yeah, that's that's very good then. Yeah, I did not. I haven't watched it yet because officially <laughs> next week is five weeks. Yeah. I have to because the last time I watched this show was in two thousand twelve. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> the last time I watched this show was last year. Yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not so bad. But I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it next week. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to watch it because yeah, two thousand twelve is ten years ago, man. Yeah. I mean, I tr- I oh, I turned it on last night to try and watch it, and then because I'm on medication, I drifted off like in the opening credits during oh, Hugh Garth yeah, during yeah. <laughs> during Prime Minister David's speech. Yeah, and I fell asleep. Right, yeah. and then I woke up. It was halfway through, and it was it wasn't halfway through. It was still very early on, 
Colin was deciding whether to go to America. Okay. And then I'm That's like, no, I, I, it's very early on. It's like the first 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah. nope. I'm not going to watch. It's just ruined. I have to wait till next week. Right. And I'm better. Yeah. And I'm feeling well. And I think Angel woke up as well. My wife, Angel. And she said, oh, we should watch it together. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Okay, fine. Then I'm turning it off. Even though I have to record today, doesn't matter. I'm going to watch it next week. So I'm a bit rusty, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very good because I forgot one. And I, okay, I associate it differently, though. Because you put the phone, right? I mean, you use the phone to give me a hint, right? Yeah. But yeah, I associate her with the with as the the caring sister. So I keep thinking of uh men, more like mental, because the mm. brother is in mental rehab yeah. and all that. He's, right? no, he's like in a nursing facility. Nursing facility. Yeah. 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 So I I kept thinking I associate that story with that. Although yes, the phone call does uh, make sense. So, yeah, yeah, because he's always the one that's calling her throughout yeah, everything, yeah, and her phone yeah. always rings. And I finally understood, like, oh, why she kept prioritizing that phone yeah, call. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I think that was one of the most beautiful storylines. It lines. is, yeah. That, and to be very honest, Billy Mac and Joe. Mm. Oh, for you, Billy Mac and Joe. Yeah. So I want to ask you as okay, well. But, yeah. like, really, props to you. You're really impressive that you remember, like, remember 9 out of 10. <laughs> very surprising. Especially because, yesterday. especially because you hate love. <laughs> 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 but I wanted to ask you, which of these stories, which of these 10 stories is your favorite story? It's really, to me, has has to be Rufus. Uh, Rufus, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty... I, <laughs> I, 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 I had it in my brain that you were going to say your favorite story with Rufus. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it will be Harry and... No, Daniel and Sam. Ah, uh, okay, Daniel yeah. Sam, That's right? a very good story, honestly. It's a very, very good story, yeah. And then my other favorite, actually, is uh, Martin Freeman's story. Oh, yeah. Judy, John and Judy? John, John and Judy, yeah. They are, they are so cute, in a sense, like, they're really shy in an industry that is against shyness they're not actually they're not actually the porn actors yeah, yeah I know they they're are, just they are, body doubles yeah, they were doubles, the yeah, lightning yeah. and everything but it, they, they have to be very comfortable with you know yeah. being uh, in that scene as well well I mean here's the thing like on camera some people yeah. being physically exposed it doesn't phase them yeah, being yeah. emotionally exposed is what kind of yeah, yeah. which is exactly what happened with, with John yeah not my John. Shout out to my John, by the way. Hola, Juanito. <laughs> but not this John. Yeah. Not Bilbo. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. <laughs> not Martin Freeman. John, that John, yeah. Not that John, yeah. But that's why I like this movie. It has all the different flavors of yeah. love. You know, you yeah. have your 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 father-son love. Yeah. You have your sibling love. Yeah. You have your regular old love. Yeah. You have your unrequited love. Yeah. You have your love for sex. Yeah. Which in Colin's yeah. case was really good. <laughs> you have your love trumps all all boundaries and barriers, even language. Oh yeah, yeah. You have your unrequited love. Yeah. Which is amazing. And it's just you have your undying love for like your companion, no matter all the wrongs they've done. Mm. Which is Professor Trolling and Professor Snape. Yep. Yeah, I'm stuck on my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck on my ridiculous, ridiculous intro. Yeah, I wrote it as a joke, brilliant though. And then <laughs> I just, I like continue writing, it and I'm like, it kind of works. It does. It does. It's an ensemble cast. Everybody's famous for something. By not by this time, yeah. Yeah. Now, one of my yeah. favorite lines is: "While this is happening, Sorcerer Supreme of Earth." 838 Carl Mordo marries Elizabeth Swan as his best friend Rick Grimes watches on also love Lord. <laughs> that is one of the weirdest sentences I've ever written and I love that. <laughs> Amazing. But how, how about yourself? Which one was which of the story you love the most? I think like I mentioned my favorite story is Billy Mac and Joe. Ah, because yeah. it's one kind of love that you don't really ever see ever. That's the brotherly love kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah. It's like, and his whole speech at the end is like, it turns out you're the fucking love of my life. Yeah. As as luck would have it, you're the love of my life. And then he, and Joe just says, this is amazing. 10 minutes at Alton Johnson, you're already gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it turns out the love of my life it is you. You know, it's just yeah, he's trying yeah. to play it off as so cool yeah. and everything. And then they're like both teary-eyed because it's yeah. such an emotional and deep moment. And then he goes, come on, let's get pissed and watch porn. Yeah. <laughs> and he delivers a line that that only Bill Nye can deliver. Yes. He delivers those perfect lines in that perfect cadence of Bill Nye yeah. that only he can do. By, by the way, when he's in that perfect cadence, yeah. I don't know why I'm reminded of Matt Smith. 
I was just about to tell you that. Oh, really? He he reminds me of uh, older Matt Smith so much yeah. so that I can see Matt Smith in about 30 years becoming the next Bill Nye. Yeah. You, oh my God. I'm not the only one. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. I very heard him, much like, so. Hang on. What the heck? <laughs> very, very much so. Yeah. He reminds me so much of Matt Smith. Yeah. And I'm also, I mean... It should be the other way, but yeah, actually. Well, they both remind me of each other. Yeah. Wow. They're perfect. Like, I, honestly speaking, I thought I was the only one because I've had opinions before and I asked you, hey, do you think this person reminds you of this person? And I asked people that and most of the time people are like, nah, you're fucking crazy. This is the one thing I'm like, yeah, I think I'm crazy as well. And no, apparently not. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, thanks. I, I, I thought I was the only one. Actually. Yeah, he has... It's a, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's that kind of posh, kind of very clip, very precise British. Yes. And it's just... Amazing. And the way they cut the words and stop... When yeah. they stop the sentences. Very clip. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah it's... Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know why, like... It's, and yeah, I, I love it. And I'm just like, I, I hear Matt Smith. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I will say I also really like the story of Juliet, Mark, and Peter. Oh, yeah. yeah it's uh, yeah. I mean, it sucks. It really sucks. It's it's one of my favorite moments, actually. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Most it's, memorable. it's the most iconic moment iconic, from the yeah. movie. Yeah. Definitely. It's been it's been parodied and made fun of countless times over in all across every single medium. Yeah. And it's always used. And I still love it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like among all the things that people make fun of, right, on the internet... This is, be- I feel that people making fun of this because it's such an amazing scene. Maybe, yeah. It's like one of those things that it became so famous, so big, pe- and people, everybody just love it so much. But over the years, you have to find new ways of enjoying this brilliant writing. Yeah, precisely. And, yeah. And like, I love that speech, to be honest. Like the whole, but for now, let me say, without hope or agenda, mm. because it's Christmas, and at Christmas, you tell the truth. Yeah. To me, you are perfect. Yeah. And my wasted heart will love you until the day you look like this. It's that perfect delivery of cue cards that leads you on to the next card. Like, but for now, let me say, next cue card. Without hope or agenda, next cue card. You lengthen it a little bit just because it's Christmas. And then you build the intensity more of the next cue card. And at Christmas, you tell the truth. It's just a perfect way to build the intensity of what he's about to say. Yeah, yeah. And what he says is, to me, you are perfect, which is just such an amazing, wonderful line. Mm. And then he follows it up with, my wasted heart will love you. And then until you look like this, and then you break it up with a laugh. Yeah, yeah. That whole cue card scene yeah. is an iconic way. It's the perfect way of how to build and relieve tension. Yeah. In the, in the emotions of a speech. Yeah. If you ever need to know how to write a speech, with its with its ups and downs and its flows, study this scene. Oh yeah, and look at yeah, from cue card yeah, to cue card. Yeah. You will learn a lot about how to manage the flow of emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. That, that's amazing analysis as well. Over that one, you know something strange. You know when I was a much younger person, human being, that watched oh, this show when, about when you were a human being. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was a human being. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> As opposed to the Zygon you are now? Yes. Uh, like what I told uh, Liz just a couple of days ago, I only became a human being a couple of years ago. Before that, I was just a bunch of cells. No, I'm just kidding. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I am still... You still are a bunch <laughs> yeah. of cells. Okay, jokes. Not, not aside. Not aside, no. In but, all uh, seriousness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I when I was much younger, I, I used to really love that scene for that scene itself within the movie. I'm not even looking in the in the writing a story or delivering mm-hmm. an emotion. But when I was watching it this time around as an adult, I really appreciated the part where he put saying that firstly there's no agenda. Yeah, without hope without or agenda. Hope agenda. Precisely. It's perfect. perfect. And also the response from Juliet. Yeah. Where she went there, appreciated him, give him a kiss. Yeah. And then she just walked away. And then his response, his, yeah, his line yes, after yes. that was perfect. Yeah, that's enough. Enough, enough no, right? Enough. Enough. Enough now. And yeah. then he continues walking. Yeah. His scenes, right? Freaking Andrew Lincoln's scenes, right? It's all f- so perfectly timed in the movie. And it's so perfectly timed to the music. Mm, it is insane. Yes. When Juliet finds out that Mark has been filming her, yeah. and he walks out of his house, and Dido just plays a full blast. Yeah. And he just, like, gets frustrated and gestures and you hear, I won't go. And it's just, yeah, yeah. oh, it's perfection. Yeah. 
I, I didn't catch that one, so I can watch that again. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just love that messaging in terms of... I think these days, there are too many people who are... There's this culture of what now they simping, right? Do you know about it? Simping, yeah. Yeah, okay. simping, where you pretty much just go crazy over the other gender. Somebody, yeah. Somebody and just get into this toxic behavior of stalking another person to the level of like, just, you know, although yeah. the person, yeah, he's no longer love anymore. And I felt this show it's was idolatry, truly, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's False why it's idolatry. Yeah. Whatever term for it, but you substitute what you think is love mm-hmm. to something that's, or maybe it started out as love. Desire. But, yeah. You yeah. started as love, but you take, allow your desire to take over and that become just idolatry. Yeah. And this show was perfect in communicating that it's en- it enough. Love is, this is the, this is love, this is love. It yeah. shows you the real love. Because you know that this person, this lady that you are in love with is actually in love with her husband. Your best friend. Don't need to, yeah, okay, yeah, let's say even not his best friend. Yeah. You are respecting her exactly. choice of you know, no, here's the yeah. thing. In that scene, you are respecting her. Yeah. You're respecting him. You're exactly. respecting them. Yeah. And you are showing yourself some respect for not exactly. simping the... Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's why I love that scene so much. That, that scene is very amazing. powerful. Yeah. Honestly speaking, it speaks... It, the, the fact that 19 years after its release, it is it's more profound than mm. it, it was 19 years ago is just ridiculously amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's really... Uh, it's yeah. really this. That's why I love that storyline as well, mm. because of how it pays off. And even at the wedding, where you see Mark is just filming while mm. they're dancing, yeah, and then Sarah just goes up to him, "Do you love him?" And yeah. he's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, I just thought I asked you the blunt question because Nobody, no one ever yeah. really ever yeah. thinks to ask you the blunt question. And just in case the blunt question was real, do you love him? And he's like, "No, no," <laughs> but it makes so much sense, you know. It does, yeah. For does. for someone who is so so hyper what's it called empathic yep yeah yep. hyper empathic like sarah is because yeah. she's always had to and it shows as well because she's yeah. always had to constantly care for her brother yeah so her her empathy just barrels over through everything and she's constantly in the know of everything her talking to karen at the party as well mm, yeah about like everything about david no no it wasn't david it was harry mm-hmm. it's just insane because it shows her her hyper empathy, hyper empathy, yeah, essentially, yeah. and it makes sense as well because you get Precisely. to know why later on, yeah. And the way, like the the perfect thing about this movie is, yes, it's ten stories, but how these stories interlace, it's not out of the question. Mm-hmm. It falls perfectly with each character's kind of, it each character doesn't deviate from what the character is as it interlaces, yes, because that's usually yeah. what happens. Yeah. For stories to interlace, some characters have to do things that are out of the ordinary for that character. Yeah. And that's the most common... I can close one eye usually if I see that. But yeah. Because you have to make the story work somehow. Yeah. But this does it perfectly. It blends so perfectly. And you watch the whole movie and then you get to the point where how is the Prime Minister related to any of this? <laughs> yeah. And then, bam! They're brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards the... In the final act, you realize. And yeah. you see, in his white lie... He said, like, oh, uh, it was in the schedule. And then you see Karen's like, I always tell your secretary, secretary, secretary that to put it, but I never expected you to come, never expected you to appear. And her thinking that her brother is there for her in that moment, she just breaks down. Mm. That is a beautiful scene as well. It is, yeah. And her listening to Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That song haunts me till this day. What's it called? Both sides now, right? I can't remember. Joni Mitchell. Yeah, I can't remember. I mean, I, I, I think it's yeah. Both sides now. Joni Mitchell. That song haunts me to this day. Every time I hear it, it's I, I can picture, I Karen. can picture Karen sitting there, crying. Yeah. Oh my god, her, her words. The script for her was so heartbreaking because when her speech to Snape. That's why <laughs> Terry. That, but for me, the one. <laughs> yes, Harry. I know exactly who you meant. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think that's one. Okay, that's not really for me heartbreak. It's heartbreaking, but not really. Not not the most heartbreaking. I felt the most heartbreaking was the moment she got the present in front of her family. Yeah. And she wow. has to Johnny Mitchell. Wow. And then she has to like fake the. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has to. Okay, she went out first and all that. Yeah. Because oh my god, the kind of shocks you must have gone through, gone yeah, through her precisely. And she doesn't want her kids to find out yeah and that's so that's what love is for her to have kids exactly yeah yeah that that, that stoicism 
Yes. It's just very, verily on display on a lot of film and TV. Yeah. And this story, the stoicism to her level is just brilliant. And her going up to Harry immediately saying, what would you do if my, you were in my situation? Yeah. Let's say you find out that uh, the person you're married to is in a, is, um, fi- like going somewhere. Would you stay along to find out if it was love or if it was just sex? What would you do? And then you see he's just broken. Which honestly very deserve it so. Yes. He doesn't yeah. deserve her kindness, to be honest. Yeah. But I've known for a lot of couples to stay together for the kids. And honestly speaking, does it like if you can move past it, I'm not a relationship guru or a therapist or whatever, but if you can really move past it, then good. You know? If you, you go both of you can work through it and leave it in the past, then good. But if you're gonna keep bringing it up, it's never gonna work. But also, I think it depends on the other person as well, right? Uh, yeah, how, it depends what, on what the both, their, of them. both of them and the conversation. And uh, yeah, it's, that's the toughest thing about relationship, right? Yeah. When mistakes are done and how to move on from there. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, because his character is not... He's not a bad character. No. He's just he, a lapse of yeah, faith. He's like he said, yeah. I've been such a classic fool. Yeah, he is, yeah. It's a, a folly of men, you know? It's, it sucks. I'm yeah. not saying all guys are like that. And I'm not saying that what he did is was uh, justified. Not wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's still no, very wrong. wrong. Yeah, You're very, very wrong. Yeah, but it's it it, it it's a mix. It's a mistake. It's an accident. It it's horrible. He was weak, but I mean, it. Like I said, if it were me, I'm not so forgiving. <laughs> I am not that. I I don't think I can be that big. Yeah. To be very honest, I I don't think I I have the physical capability to be such a that big of a person to forgive someone for that kind of lapse of trust. But you know that's that's why she's a better person than I am. But sometimes you know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but sometimes those situation, different situation. I don't know. People will react very differently. You yeah. wouldn't know how you will react until you know. That's very true. Yeah, Angel always says that if I cheat on her, she's gonna snip off my pee pee. I told her, yeah, you know that seems fair, because I really feel that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. Okay, not the Pokemon PP. Or oh, okay, no, right. no, 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 no. not Sorry. not my powerpoints. Not my oh, right, right. Passive perception. Not, <laughs> not my actual peach. I see. I see. I thought she's gonna my little eyes, you know, brother. You know. <laughs> right. My third leg. However else you want me to. <laughs> my mini me. <laughs> but, and I told her, yeah, I will never cheat on you except for when it comes to TV shows, when it comes to food, because that's the kind of guy I am. I will tell you that I'm cheating on you by watching this show or eating this food. <laughs> And I'm not going to stop. <laughs> You're not even sorry. I'm not even sorry at that point, you know? It, that's me. I got to be me, man. Yeah. One thing I'll never do is actually cheat on you. You know, that's how I told her. And, you know, she accepted it and that's why she's my wife. <laughs> she yeah. said before, like, if, if I ever cheat on her, she'll cut my thing off. I told her, if you ever cheat on me, I'm going to cut your thing off. And then she just burst out laughing and I thought about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I meant it in like all seriousness then I'm like oh yeah so when you said earlier that the difference between me and Larry is my intelligence that's why I said I hope so man (laughs) I really do sometimes it really makes me question whether that is the big difference or not (laughs) but let's dive right back into love actually for now yeah I want to ask you do you have a favorite character I think, okay, for a story that is quite generally quite short, favorite character kind of interlaced together with the story they are in as yeah, well. Course. I think my favorite character will be Mac. Billy Mac? Billy Mac, yeah. What he did at the last part was, it's is really good. I mean, you already it's, talked about it. Honestly it's speaking, amazing. yeah. amazing. That's yeah. why he's my favorite character as well. Oh, he, okay. Yeah, Bill Nye, it, like, Billy Mac is my favorite character yeah. because... A lot of the other love, it's done out of, I don't know, it's 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 more common. You know, it's like a very, it's yes, it's love. It's precious and it's not common. It's common on screen. So it's a common depiction of love. It's a more common depiction of love, I would say. His kind of love, I feel, it's very, very rare. And him coming back for Joe, telling him that he's the love of his life, that was just beautiful. I felt that moment, right, the, this kind of love that, Billy Mac showed was very similar to the kind of love we talked about yesterday in How to Train Your Dragon. 
kind yeah, of yeah the, the third that one that kind of bond yeah that kind of bond where I will die for my your bird bird <laughs> right my, yeah my dragon yeah your best yeah. friend best friend yeah. yeah this is the kind of thing you know as Barney Stinson would say that's the dream mm. yeah and it's it's just it's very beautiful it is yeah and the fact that he is so funny helps yeah so yeah. much that line is just it kills me man let's get pissed and watch porn for me one of my favorite lines is also from him actually yeah where he's like well kids don't buy drugs yeah be a rock star and, you and they, they give you they them give for, for free, free. yeah <laughs> no that's one of the things as well like um would well, you have a prize for us billy well i have it it's this very personalized felt tip pen <laughs> it's great it even writes on glass <laughs> say you got this personalized picture from yeah. <laughs> blue and you could just write on it <laughs> we have little pricks i just love that man yeah. his character is so amazing and the the begin like when he's interviewed as well at the radio station yeah, and you're like, so children, if you believe in Father Christmas like your Uncle Billy does, buy my festering turd of a record. <laughs> <laughs> and watch as in like the seventh phrase where we try to squeeze an extra syllable into the thing. I think you're talking about if you really love Christmas, come on, let it snow. Ouch. <laughs> he's just so vocal he's just so nonchalant yeah, his character is so yeah. amazing and like the it came up to him and he was being interviewed and said it's uh, it's it's being it's spreading around it says if you got your number one single you perform on Christmas nude and like, yeah why you want a sneak preview you old pervert and then he just <laughs> go in front and show it yeah. and then the announcer just goes what they'll never make it to number one <laughs> it's that very curt British humor yeah. But I because love. of him, the boy managed to go across one of yeah, the things. Yeah, Sam managed to reach to reach Joanna. Yeah, Joanna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know that there is a love actually too? Oh yes, it's a TV series, right? It's not a TV series. Oh. It was a it was for Red Nose Day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in I think 2017, 2016, maybe? 2017, I think. And then they just got a few of the characters to reprise their roles. It was actually quite funny. And you got Hugh Grant dancing to Hotline Bling. Oh, what? Yeah, because oh yeah, another iconic scene. The Which Prime one? Minister dancing to uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Point Sisters. Yep, yep. Oh my goodness. Yes, Hugh Grant is perfect for this kind of... He is like a rom-com legend, man. He is a rom-com legend, but he's perfect for this kind of goofy, yes, ridiculous yeah. characters. Like yeah. in Notting Hill, which was... One, it's one of my favourite freaking rom-coms of all time. Yeah. It's probably my favourite rom-com of all time. That's why I threw in the reference to the, for Hugh Grant was that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. And that's why I said he was... Um, Professor Trelawney's brother was, in fact, just proving to England that he is just a prime minister standing in front of his nation asking them to love him. Oh, so that's the... That's Notting Hill. That's yeah. the reference to Notting Hill. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let's save it for for more. I'm going to read through that and see whether you catch the references. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to listen to that, stay tuned for more. Yeah. I didn't expect this to be quite as humorous and enjoyable as it was. Like speaking, like saying that whole front part and that mock synopsis. But I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to milk it for all it's worth, man. Beat <laughs> I mean, the horse till it's, it's, it's dead, beat it some more. Yeah, I will say, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask you as well. This is a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Part of a rom-com is romance. Yep. Which means love. What's that? Oh, I mean, which you hate. <laughs> so, how does this movie rank on a rom com scale? Oh my god, it's so high. Very high? Very, very high. What are some of the movies it goes up against? Like, so in your opinion, for me, it's like the Notting Hills and the, 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 my best friend's wedding and like the, the proposals, stuff like that. The, like the tip top, maybe the proposals not even, proposals not even up there. It's probably like lower. Yeah. But, up there it's one of the best few it's my favorite I think really yeah wow I, but I never look at this as a rom-com but I, I see it's a Christmas <laughs> movie yeah but, but it, it is. is yeah so I just when you mentioned this oh yeah I'm just thinking of all the shows that we talk about in our episode back in 14 February <laughs> that is about rom-com nine months ago nine months wow yeah but no yeah. It, by now it's yeah nine months ago yeah, Not you exactly realize if we had sex then we wouldn't have a baby, but it'll, it'll be really awkward. Just like how it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I'm just thinking, hmm, where, the, where, will the, where will the baby come from? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say if we wouldn't have a yeah, baby, yeah, but it would be really yeah, awkward. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, essentially, the term for pregnancy was how long ago we were talking about rom-coms. <laughs> so this is the baby of that conversation? Yes. I, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> I planned it perfectly, Stephen. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't think of it back then. But now I'm comparing to the rest of it. Yeah, this this is my favorite. Definitely my favorite. Wow. Yeah. One is because... <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. Yes. Secondly, the stories... The things that I don't like about rom-com shows, sometimes the stories drag on too long. Mm. And I love this because each story is short yeah. and it covers all different You're essentially watching love. 10 movies. Exactly. Or oh, 10 skits. Yeah. Like, right. So one of my, my own personal comment in terms of like, what I like is the story, for example, uh, David and Sarah. David and Sarah. David? No, Correct. David and Natalie. Natalie, sorry. Yeah, David. Prime Minister and yeah. Housekeeper. That is the standard rom-com plot. Yes, yes. And in this show, it is very short. Yeah. And it doesn't waste time with all the drama, <laughs> nonsense in the middle. Okay, there is the drama, drama normally is not... Is, there is drama. There is drama, yeah. but it's not two hours worth of drama. This is maybe worth... <laughs> 20 minutes to half now. What half kind hour. of rom-coms are you watching that are two hours long, man? Yeah, it is a rom-com standard to have it max one and, one and, half. and a half hours, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but of course, yeah, rom-com it's different uh, points, which is all the comedy moments, which is amazing as well. But yeah, I like to see a lot of stories of, in a rom-com like, oh God, this type of love, this type of love. Mm. Uh, or even my favorite again, like again, uh, the story of the father and son yeah. is out of a loss of love. Yeah. Which is amazing story. For them to bond over as yeah. well. It's, it's a really beautiful One story. lost mom, one lost his wife. And yeah, precisely. Yeah. Honestly speaking, that story as well, it's so beautiful. I love yes, stories yeah. about fathers and sons connect like my favorite Disney movie is Goofy movie that's essentially a movie about a father and son going on a trip finding out they love each other and mm. they love to be around each other right okay. and this 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 story between Daniel and Sam but, but you remove Joanna and Carol for a moment yeah just the story of two of them bonding and that part where they're watching Titanic oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that line as well is perfect like we need Kate we need Leo and we need them now. <laughs> just see them watching Titanic and then them doing the yeah. whole, do you trust me? I trust you. You fool. <laughs> it's so beautiful, you know. It's really just a father and a son learning how to become father and son. Yeah. And when the son thought he lost his chance with Joanna, yeah. he just he just stayed, look at him and say, you still have a chance. Go yeah. and tell her. Yeah. We can go to the airport now. Exactly. You know, like, when all hopes is lost. The mentor is like... Yeah, sense. precisely. Qui-Gon comes Qui-Gon up to <laughs> this, this chess master and tells him it's not all... All hope is not yet lost. The game is not over. Until it's over, right? You can, yeah. yeah. You can still sacrifice your queen. Yeah. <laughs> That's another scene that I really love. Um, You see Joanna starts to sing. Ah. And then you see Daniel point the one. And then... No, Daniel points oh. the one. And then you see Sam just drumming and he stops drumming and he does the one back to Daniel. Mm. That is such a good scene of communicating yes. with each yeah, other. Yeah. And another scene I really love is all the whiteboard stuff. Uh-huh. Ringo is life. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look at the board. Uh, I, what's uh, it called? Uh, Sam, busy. I made dinner. I'm not hungry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? I made chicken kebabs. Look at the sign. And you just walk past, you see Ringo. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Uh, no, it says, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry look look yeah. at the bot, I'm not hungry. I'm really not hungry, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny. Yeah. I love that so much. And you see <laughs> Sam's relationship with Karen as well. Mm. It's beautiful, man. Yes. It's like best friendship. Yeah. And uh, then, not Sam, Her- uh, Daniel, Daniel, Karen. Daniel. Sorry. Daniel, Daniel and Karen. Daniel, yeah. Daniel and Karen, not Cameron. Daniel and Karen. Qui-Gon and Trelawney. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, amazing. They are best friend. Yeah. yeah. He, like the be- the movie, the, one of the first few scenes of the movie is literally him calling her up and her saying like, awful timing though. Can I call you back? He's like, yeah, sure, of course. And doesn't mean I'm not, ex- I'm not very sorry that your wife just died. And he's like, huh, I understand. Mm. That, that friendship they, they have is just really beautiful as well. Yeah, which is amazing. I think one story that's often overlooked when you look at the Love Actually story on a whole, is the story of Jamie and Aurelia. I thought that's a classic. I thought that's the same. Uh, it's a rom-com standard. It's a rom-com staple, but, yes. Yeah. But this one, I feel, has more of a story on love trumps everything. 
crosses all like there are no boundaries when it comes to love. Language was not a barrier for 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 Jamie. His family was not a barrier for for Jamie. Even national borders, national lines, state lines were not a not not a boundary that could separate Jamie from Aurelia. Yeah. He chased her down. Kind of, kind of stalkery now that I'm talking about it. But no, it was a very romantic way. He went he found her and he he basically proposed to her right in the restaurant. Yeah. And asked his her father for yeah. his blessing. And the father kissed him. Yeah. And yeah. the sister was helping him with the, his broken Portuguese. The sister wasn't helping him. Was it? I the sister, the sister was no, help- the sister told her like, uh, don't marry him. Go to England and you can marry Prince Harry instead. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> you just watched it last night, dude. I don't remember reading that line, actually. <laughs> I think mine got no subtitle. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's horrible. <laughs> that's really difficult then. Okay, so I thought she was encouraging him. No, she was putting him down. Oh, she was, she to basically told Aurelia to go to England and look for more different, better people. <laughs> oh, I love the line as well when Aurelia finally comes back to England with Harry. Okay, oh, no, with Harry. Sorry. Oh, with, all with, your with friends are so handsome. Like, yeah, wow. <laughs> all your friends are so handsome. I think I made the wrong decision. <laughs> Picked the wrong English guy. Yeah. And then he immediately says, her English is not very good at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so cool as well. Yeah. You get to see that Peter and Mark are good friends with, yeah, with, with Jamie. Jamie as well. Which is very interesting. No, we are, we are very sick. <laughs> we are definitely very sick. I'm going to try and cut out as much as possible. That, <laughs> Sorry. for sure, cannot be cut out. I know, because you're halfway speaking <laughs> as well. But yeah, no, I but- think that's why that story is is just so amazing. And yeah. like the, the whole fact that he, he has a horrible brother and his yeah. ex-girlfriend or whatever, horrible as well, man. Yeah. What I like about that story is that it's not one-sided because yeah. you get to see Aurelia learning English yeah. because she wants to speak with him. Yeah. Communicate with him. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly speaking, I love that storyline a lot. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Did we cover almost all of it, right? We did. We have actually covered almost all of love, actually. I think one story that we haven't covered is... Rufus? No, we no, did well, That's we, the first we one we spoke about Rufus. <laughs> we haven't talked about Colin and the American Girls. Oh, Colin and American Girls. I think that's the comedy relief in the story. <laughs> he is. He's hilarious. He man. is, yeah. Which I think we talk about this, right? Like, in all the intensity a story has, you need a comedic moment yeah. as a sigh of relief. Precisely. Even just like you mentioned a the breather. two card, a yeah. breather as well. The comedy moment is Colin. And I think it is done perfectly, in my opinion, because... Oh, yeah. Because the story is really just he wants to go to America mm-hmm. and get lit. Yeah, and precisely. using his English <laughs> accent as a cute chum. Yeah, and somehow it worked. It worked. Yeah, somehow, man. <laughs> yeah, it and yeah, and the best thing is because at that point when they start introducing all this, okay, they introduced it in the beginning, but the next time the Colin story came about was when everything was getting intense. Yeah, when yeah, all the build up, the figuring out that Mark is in love with, with Juliet. Then there's the yeah David and Natalie thinking that Natalie has something doing something indecent with yeah, the president. With the president, yeah. Uh yeah, all these things were happening and then then, then it starts to bring back Colin's story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all about pacing. And yeah. that's what I want to talk about as well. The writer for this and the director for this 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 film mm-hmm. uh is Richard Curtis. Yeah. He's a brilliant writer. He's a rom com legend if I'm wrong. Well right? not really rom com legend. He wrote Bridget Jones's. I think all three Notting if I'm not mistaken. Not- Notting Hill? Uh he did Notting Hill as well. Yeah. He's done four weddings and a funeral, which is really good. Mamma Mia. Oh, Mamma Mia is by him. Yeah, so he wrote it. He didn't direct oh, it, right, okay. I think. And he's done... He wrote... He was a writer. No, he, he didn't write all of it, but he was a writer for Mr. Bean, the series. Oh, really? And the two Bean movies. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah. And if you're wondering, like, I know for a fact that you are a fan of his writing because he has written an episode for a show that you really love. Doctor Who. And he wrote an episode that you really love. Oh my goodness. The title is Husbands of Riven Song. No. Oh, the crap. title is <laughs> Vincent and the Doctor. Oh, oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah. That's why Bill Nye was there. Oh <laughs> I see, I see. Yeah, he's the kind he is another guy, the writer slash director, who likes to always have actors that he is friends with. That's why basically in Bridget Jones, in, in Mamma Mia, in, in not in Love actually, Colin Firth is there. 
Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant is in Four Weddings. He's in Notting Hill. Yeah. He's in Love Actually. He It's just all his... And like Rowan Atkinson does this because of Mr. B. Mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> you know? He's always using... Like always getting the people that he likes to yeah, come back yeah. or even small cameos. That's why Bill Nye did such a fantastic job in uh, Vincent and the Doctor. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That's why when I... I that's why I really want to talk about this as well because he is a really good writer because there's no easy feat to interweave stories together, let alone 10 individual stories to find ways to connect them. And you have to find the perfect balance between realistic and overdone. Yes. And this movie does it perfectly. Yeah. And every single one of the 10 stories is a fresh take on what love is. Precisely. Yeah. There was supposed to be an 11th story. Did you know that? I thought there's two more stories that got cut. Yeah, there was two more stories. But there was the last one that was supposed to get cut was a lesbian story between the teacher of the kid's class and her lover. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They cut that because for time, honestly speaking, and ten the 10 stories kind of interwove more perfectly mm. without those two stories. I see, I see. Yeah. I mean, it's two hours already. <laughs> it's two hours plus. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's it's a really. Oh, it went past speaking. the rom com time, you know. Yeah, but frame. it's a Christmas movie. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazing. That's my, that's my defense now. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. Another reason why this 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 movie does so well is also because of its composer. Oh yeah. Yeah, Craig Armstrong is the composer for Love Actually. Mm-hmm. He has also done a lot of great things, but. The few of my favorites from his works are Romeo and Juliet. Mm, okay. Moulin Rouge. Wow, okay. Ray. The Ray Charles story. I don't know. Okay. No, and I don't think I know that. Great yeah. Gatsby. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so his works are very prominent. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, Moulin Rouge, one of my favorite rom-coms of all time. Yeah. I'm sure you know that. Yes. Freaking Obi-Wan. Yep. <laughs> Falling in love with... No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I need more time to think it out then. I'll be confident to yes, do that. Yes, yeah. Maybe I should do that for every rom-com. <laughs> sure. I'll be waiting for, for that. <laughs> that. That's one way to get you invested in rom-coms. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just have to be... No, actually, I do like uh, rom-coms. No, 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 yeah. no. You hate love. It's, it's settled. <laughs> you hate love, you hate it all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, but I, honestly speaking, props to every single one of them. Like the, the, to Richard Curtis, to Craig Armstrong, also to the whole cast. I'm going to blaze I, yeah. right through them right now. There is Hugh Grant, mm-hmm. Colin Firth, Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson, Kieran Knightley, Thomas Brody Sangster, Bill Nye, Alan Rickman, Laura Linney, Andrew Lincoln, Maureen McCutcheon, McCutcheon, I think that's her name, Martin Freeman, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Joanna Page, Rodrigo Santaro, Olivia Olsen, Rowan Atkinson, Heike Mataj, Lucia Moniz, Chris Marshall, Billy Bob Thornton, January Jones, Gregor Fisher, Elijah Cuthbert, Claudia Schiffer, Denise Richards, Ivana Michevic, Sharon Elizabeth, Shannon Elizabeth, Sienna Guillory, and I think I'm not missing anybody of the main big stars. I think that's about it. Which is insane if you really think about it. Yeah. All their careers went up yeah. since that movie came out. There are like 30 big names in yeah. this movie. It's ridiculous. And every single one of them, like, okay, well, not 30 big names, but there are at least like a dozen actual big names. For example, people like Hugh Grant, Colin Firth, Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson, they're not Bill Nye. Yeah. They're not cheap, man. Yeah. In 2003, even, they were some of the biggest actors in all of British cinema. Then you have people like Kieran Knightley, Thomas Brody Sangster, and Martin Freeman and stuff like that. They're all up and comers. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, and the, the fact of it, this movie, it's um, ridiculous. The budget was like 40 million. Which, yeah, I wanted to say, right, I, I remember reading that it's about 40 million, and yeah. I don't know how big it is back then. True, Of yeah. course, nowadays, 40 million is really, you can't even get half a Marvel movie with that budget. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, because now the animation, oh, not animation, the, what's it called? Like, all the CGI. CGI yeah. It's very expensive, and uh, I mean, people. Johnny Depp is being paid how, how many million? So yeah, that's all I was going to say. Movie, you right? could probably get thirteen percent of Johnny Depp. So it's just his lost finger. No, I mean thirteen <laughs> percent of whatever that is. Yeah. And like, I don't know what per body percentage of Johnny Depp it is, but yeah, thirteen percent of his salary for the next, the upcoming Pirates film. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So I guess it's pretty amazing, right? Like, 
with 40 million. And I think they are a very successful winner. Cinema, box office? Box office, right? Uh, let me pull it up. I think it was 200, like 200 million, something. yeah. 246.8 million. Yeah, that's, well, pretty That's profit. box office. Don't forget, this is a Christmas movie. It plays every year. They get residuals. Mm. Yeah. True, true, true. Yeah, so it's... it's yeah. That's that's the beautiful thing about Christmas movies and movies written about a certain period of the year. You get constant residuals. Yeah, but it's so hard to be the ones that people want to watch over and over again. Yeah, that's yeah. very true as well. So that's why I'm saving the question for what are some of your favorite Christmas movies for more. Yeah. I, we might not get enough time for more. Let's just push that to next week because we are on the train to Christmas. For the next five weeks, it will be Christmas-related themes. The Polar Express. We are on the Polar <laughs> Express all the way to the North Pole to meet Fat Nick himself. Oh, I th- I thought it's a magical land where everything is uh, claymation. Is it everything? I thought there was. I thought it was where the elves, if they turn bad, they they actually grow to be big people and get to star in Deadpool. It's, it's a horrible reference. I'm yeah. sure you don't catch it, but it's okay. Elf. No? No, that was an elf. Oh, no. That was something else. That was something else. But yeah, it, big people make horrible elves. Especially Will Ferrell, who was six foot three. Yeah, isn't that elf? That's, oh, that's elf. Not... This one's elf. Oh, that's yeah, okay, This right, one's okay. elf. <laughs> but yeah, I honestly speaking, this movie is leaps and bounds. So I want to ask you now, because we spoke about the rom-com side of things, mm-hmm. where does this movie rank in terms of Christmas movies for you? Oh my goodness. Wow, I'm not prepared for this question at all. Um, I think it's definitely top three, I think. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, I, let, let's get this straight, right? I don't really watch movie again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched this four years in a row because <laughs> I like this show a lot. Yeah. What are you talking about? You don't watch movies again and again and again. How many episodes of One Piece have you watched before? Once each. No, that's a lie. Okay, fine. That's a lie. That's a lie. Maybe twice or three times exactly. for the early ones. Yeah. But that's not much. Actually, I don't watch that much. I would say, I would, I would venture a guess that you've watched 2,000 episodes of One Piece. Wait, how many episodes do they have? No, right I don't now, think. No, I don't. I don't right think now it's, it's like a thousand thirty. I don't think it hits two thousand. Really? Yeah. Hmm, okay. Because the earlier ones that I watched twice or three times is only maybe the first like thirty episodes, forty. Yeah, hmm. I'll jump to the story that I know. Yeah, I can. I can safely say, I think in a safe amount of time, I've watched like. 800 episodes of Critical Role. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think. Yeah. This show- yeah, I think. Which is so much worse than 2,000 episodes of it is, One yeah. Piece. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yes, this is top three for you. Top three, yeah, definitely. That's impressive though. Yeah. The show we are talking about next week is one of my top three as well. Oh, okay. Well, we'll... we'll We'll let you know what movies, what movie that is. Exactly. Soon. Yeah. But yeah, no spoilers ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but honestly speaking, for me, this is my favorite Christmas movie. I mean, my favorite Christmas movie is difficult because there are a lot of movies that I love. I love Home Alone, mm. but it's not my favorite. Yep. You know, I love Elf. That's a contender for my favorite. Oh, really? I love Die Hard. That's yeah. a contender for my favorite as well. But it has to be this. Mm. It's the only one that I watch every year for the past like 15 years. Right, okay. Oh, I got one that I keep watching every Christmas. Yeah, what's that? Husbands of River Song. But it's not a movie. Mm, it's not a movie. It's yeah. an episode by itself. That's true, yeah. yeah. That's very true, yeah. I've been watching it almost yearly, actually. Really? Yeah. That's a very good tradition. Yeah. Wow, okay, I didn't... There There's I did. another movie that I've watched almost every year. I think I may have missed one or two years in between, but I've been watching it every year since... Probably about for the past 15 years as well, which is uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I watch it very much. And that's why, honestly speaking, these movies like uh, Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Love Actually, and stuff, and Elf, these are like, in my opinion, the best Christmas movies and my favorite Christmas movies. I know my sister's favorite Christmas movie is Elf. Mm. I know Angel's favorite Christmas movie is Elf. Oh, really? Yeah. But I really love Christmas movies as well. And I'm always on the hunt for new Christmas movie slash series and everything. A little bit of a spoilers of what's to come as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll talk about that in the upcoming weeks. Yeah. Because we are on the Polar Bear... No, no bear. The no Polar bear. Express. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, We're on the Polar Express straight through to Christmas. Yeah. And then we have something really big planned for Christmas. Something special. Something very yeah. special indeed. 
Mm. Oh my goodness. Christmas yes. specials. Are yeah, always it's, it's just. Uh uh uh. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but that's essentially it. What about you guys? Do you love love actually? Do you hate love? Are you like Stephen? Were you once a bunch of cells that now just grow to form and hate love? <laughs> <laughs> what? This got nothing to do with the show anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is not, I, I, hey, hey, let me handle it. Let me handle it. Do you love love actually? Do you? What is your favorite storyline? Oh yes, I would love to know that. Who are some yeah. of your favorite characters? What are some of your favorite moments in love actually? Oh yeah, we've yeah. mentioned a few, but there are so more. Exactly, I love yeah. the Banoffee Pie. You know, cannot, the, the one where Juliet goes up to Mark oh. Penelope Pie. Yeah. Yep. Oh, uh, no, thanks. Thank God you would have broken my heart if you said yes. That just, that line, just, ooh. Yeah. One of my favorite lines in the whole movie. Perfect. And so, yeah, let us know. You can reach us at the Poddy on Instagram and Twitter. That's T H E P O D D I T Y on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know. Also, don't forget to join us tomorrow. Wow. Tomorrow for a brand new episode of Pardon Me More where we will be talking a little bit about continuing on the conversation about love actually I'm going to go through my opening monologue from today <laughs> and we're going to try and see which references Stephen caught okay and I'm going to explain myself a little bit as well because I know whoever listening to this might be curious as to why I said what I said and we might be talking about some of our favourite Christmas movies mm, yeah who knows and don't forget to check us out next week we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. Same potty, same time, same place, same two boring daft idiots. So don't forget to join us next week on Monday for a brand new episode of The Potty, where we will be talking about The Rise of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big one. It's one of Steven's favorites. Yeah. Movies, and I is. think I asked him to watch it. No. No. This is the one that we both watch and we didn't. Well, we'll talk. Stay tuned next week. Yeah, we'll exactly. Next yeah. Week. We'll end I mean, up talking for another hour. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah right? Just stay tuned next week. <laughs> Don't, just, just come back next week. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I've been Nate. I've been Steven. We'll catch you on more tomorrow. Bye. Bye.